Because those should be the vibes after that. Nigga, I can hit these notes that he, he about to sing. These should be the vibes after Thanksgiving. Mallory Bros Podcast. Hope everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. Or had a happy Thanksgiving, my man. Happy Black Friday. Black Friday. Please, because you not him. <laughs> I can hit the... I, bro, you should hit me in the shower. Love and a happiness. Mallory Bros Podcast, episode 24. Kobe! R.I.P. Bean. Someone's on the phone. Damn, man. R.I.P. Kobe. Real That's the craziest the shit of this year, still. Yeah. Talking about how she Ooh, can make it right. Yeah. Say, she called him at 3 a.m. Yeah. Happiness is when. I hope y'all fucking up them, uh, hope y'all fucking up y'all leftovers. Shout out to everybody on the, on the way to work with their lunch bag. <laughs> Ready to go. Hopefully by, by today it to be a victory Friday for the for us Washington football fans. Get that fucking W. <laughs> Hey, look, man, shout out to all the retail workers on their way to work. Get ready to bust a good 10, 12-hour shift, man. Because we the ones that's really back to work today. Yeah. But, yeah, man, Mally Rose Podcast, episode 24. Um, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Rest in that's peace, Kobe Gigi. Episode. Rest in peace, everybody else who died on that plane. Mm-hmm. Chant Bailey episode. Goat. Okay. Let's talk. All right? Yeah. Never forget where y'all got him from, though. Washington. Yeah. We why, he's, he's Washington, man. It's the reason why he got a uh, gold jacket out of Denver. He's Washington, man. That headstone though. says Denver Bronco. One. He's Washington, made. Terrence, do you know how many great people went to Washington and then left and became great? Why do y'all think y'all, y'all, why do y'all, think y'all picked him up? Do you know that was one of the only trades where it was a like cornerback for a running back? Like... Y'all, y'all knew he we, was great no, in Washington. No, so no, like, let's no, not no. act like y'all y'all did, gave y'all, us Champ Bailey and somebody else. Nigga, no, we uh, did yes, not. Yes, y'all did. It was a even trade. Champ Bailey. No, it was not Gordon. Terrence. No, it wasn't. Do your research. Do your research because I'm a Washington fan. Do your research because I'm a Washington. So what happens when you're wrong? Do your research because I'm a Washington fan. Fuck out of here. This nigga's a sometimey ass fan. Hey, look, you got me fucked up. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. Uh, don't ever back of all time. Don't ever forget that I was a Champ Bailey fan first. Don't ever forget that. You you tripping. If y'all know who Chad Bailey is, he played cornerback for the Broncos. He is the cornerback for the Broncos. Y'all traded us a second round pick? Is that what I just see? We traded y'all. Clinton Portis is bum ass in a se- well nah. Clinton Portis was actually one of the First of all, it wasn't a straight up player for player trade. What Broncos fans have forgotten, in addition to Champ Bailey, Washington sent a second-round second pick. pick to Denver in exchange for Portis. So y'all gave us Champ Bailey and a pick because Fuck Clinton Portis here. was a beast. This nigga was just talking crazy about, about crazy about Washington. This is what you and do. And we ended up getting Tatum Bell, who ended up playing four seasons. Hold on, wait. Washington sent a second-round pick to Denver. Mm-hmm. So we got that money like that, and we sent that over to y'all just because fuck it. Y'all gave us champ and, and uh, a... Damn, I was wrong. Yeah, you were wrong. Well, guess what? What? I don't know why I thought I just heard something. 
we still wrong. we still he's still Washington made. I mean, it's a cornerback. I thought that was a cornerback and running back trade. But uh, are you waiting to play up? Nah, I'm about to run the run the intro so we can get into it. Mallory Brothers Podcast, episode 24. Um, R.I.P. Kobe Bryant, R.I.P. G.G. 24, man. Inconsistent Kings. Fucking great-ass number. Yeah. Y'all love 24 more than y'all love 8. I'm no, I'm seeing it now with Kobe fans. 24, but y'all don't show the 8 no love. Are you show, I mean, you show both of them love, but 24 is like the last Kobe. This nigga Kobe changed his name to... I don't even know if this is a true story or not, but change his name to 24 because... Name? Name, my bad. Change his number to 24 because he thought it was going to be three times better. I'm, I'm three times better than I was when I was number eight. Like, it's a reason why both of those numbers are retired. But 24 is the real... To me, 24, the real Kobe. The real Kobe, more 24. Yeah, you're right. Because it's right. easy to have your run early and then just be like, yeah, shit, fuck it. We run it early. Fuck it. And then you just bullshit the rest of your career, but 24 is like, nah, when y'all thought I was about to go down, I'm going up. No bullshit. Big shout out to everybody, man. Thanksgiving was yesterday. Um, yeah. I got my Friday is today. Uh, so I'll shout out to everybody that's getting ready to shop good. Yeah. Get your Christmas gifts. Shout out to the people that's watching on Patreon. I got my, yes, sir. my Thanksgiving fit on right now. Jean jacket. Black turtleneck. This nigga, clean, you look like a... A hippie panther. What you the, like the nigga that just joined the party, boy, but haven't got the dress code down yet. Y'all should see this nigga Terrell got a mustard sweater on. This nigga looking like... my nigga Nathan Zed. Good enough. Look see at this. Look at your mustard sweater, though. What you looking like in this mustard? You. Black men look great in mustard. Fuck you talking well, no, about? Well, no, but this you, This is our color. Me? Yeah, what you think you look like in this, in this, this mustard? You look You look like you choir ready and street ready, boy. You look like you getting ready to go sing in the choir and then... Uh, <laughs> You look like them, you know them cheese, you know them crackers that come with the cheese bowl at the middle, the plastic cheese that bowl? That shit is fire. You look like a pack of them, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you look like with this cheese yellow one. The cracker that come with the little red stick with the cheese. The, the crackers that come with the cheese, oh the little plastic God, cheese, right? so It's fire. a snack, but you be like, yo, you got another one of them joints? Yeah, no bullshit. You eat them just you're hungry. I be eating them, y- y'all, y'all know the little pack of donuts, the little powdered donuts? I know that shit not really that healthy for you, but I be fucking them joints up. Hey, shout out to everybody that was on my Instagram live the other day. We was lit. It was like 500 of us in there for a good, like, you know, one or two hours. We were just, you know, talking about shit. It was dope. I'm going to try to get on Instagram live soon. That's a fact. Yeah, all right. This nigga. Hey, I haven't even had time to get the new Call of Duty. Me neither. But after seeing that new town, I think I might do that. Oh, well, I get it, but, like, I'm not pressed to get it because I feel like at this point... Remember the old joint, the old Black Ops with the AK-47U? And the, yeah, that was a beast game, though. The little MP5? That was a beast game. I just feel like at this point, like, all of these fucking games are, like, they're too advanced for me now. A lot of games are pay to play, you know? A lot of games are, like, in order for you to be good, you got to put your money up so you can, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. 
And I'm not doing that. Or in order to be like, like level up for real in the game, like I'm not trying to buy shit. But you use it as 2K philosophy. That's not all the way true with Call of Duty. You don't gotta buy the fucking War Pass and all of that shit that they be having. You can still be. What I don't get about Call of Duty is like they'll have different like at least with like Modern Warfare they had a whole bunch of like shit that you couldn't just unlock by shooting and killing people. Like you couldn't get enough headshots to get this. You had to you had to spend COD points and oh yeah. Unlock. Oh yeah. Give you if you could buy the, uh, certain packs that are unlock. It's like what am I buying? Let to get like, the game pass. Yeah, like whatever. And you know what's crazy? I'm off it. Do you remember? That was the best thing about um, Modern Warfare Two. Once you get to ten prestige, even though niggas was modding and getting the ten prestige, it was the same fucking guns. You had to be good with the guns. But it was all about the play. Like that's the difference between now and before. Is the play was. For real, for all people cared about was like dog and dog and dudes. Now it's like all about oh, I'm about to get a different skin. I'm gonna get a different. I'm gonna get a different looking dude or all of these different things that Nobody you buy. Gives a fuck about that shit for real. People do that. I think the unfair shit is that the people games get, do. The unfair shit is that people can unlock certain weapons if you have like certain money. But honestly, that's just where the market has gone. That's how they gotta make money. Yeah, like look at Madden. Like Madden just re- released a next gen um, updates. I don't know if y'all seen it. But it's like, y'all are not about to do shit to this new Madden for the new game. They talked about, like, skill-based or, I'm sorry, next-gen stats are going to equate player movement, which means if your receiver has a bunch of catches, I guess, this year, then he'll move better. Like, that makes no sense. You, they say next-gen stats will equate to player movement. So your player will move better based on better next-gen stats, which is, like, live stats. So it's like... So if Kyler Murray have a terrible game, he's not going to be good in the That's game. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, I, it just really does not make sense. You can ask anybody, it makes zero sense. And it just feels like Madden's so worried about, like, ratings and cards and mutt, Madden Ultimate Team, than they are about enhancing the way the game is, bro. All these games are about, like, it, what you going to buy from us. 2K don't really give a fuck about the way shit looks for real or, or, or fixing your... Cause before son games was not but like 2K this. But 2K just made that big ass update with the next gen. That shit look amazing. That shit looks a little bit better. But when you talk about gameplay, oh, like you mean the tra- so the trailer does not how it really looks. The trailer might be how it looks, but that's a cutscene. It's something that you look at. It's not something you play. Like this is what these games get off on doing now. Now, like Madden will make an update to you, or your your players. They gonna come out of the tunnel one by one now with special introductions. But when I get on the field, it's the same game. It's the same shit. That's why people are like, all right, this is some bullshit. Like, we, if it's next gen, why should I spend money for a new console if I'm getting the same bullshit that I can get with every other game? 2K, y'all gave us a new cutscene for the halftime show and stuff like that, but it's still, it's still 2K. It's still the same thing. Like, is, are, like, my question is, like, are y'all done? Are y'all finished making updates to y'all game and y'all only want to make updates to what people have to buy? Like, Madden... Y'all came out with this yard shit where now you can buy different pads and different sleeves and different helmet visors and all of this shit, and all of it is pay-to-play. You see what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. It's pay-to-play. It's not we're going to make... Have, you, have y'all seen the sidelines on Madden? Like, it's Madden 21. Why do the sidelines still have rubbery men standing out there? They don't even look like they got real helmets on. Like, it's 2021 almost. That just shows that y'all only give a fuck about specific things. And majority of it is what niggas have to buy. That's just the landscape of gaming right now, no I feel like. But we don't got to start with that. Um, we just had the uh, 
AMA's past. I don't know. Well, you know what? We should talk about the Gucci and Jeezy first. That's what I think. Because before, yeah, your prediction was kind of right, though. Nothing crazy, crazy happened, but what, what happened to me was crazy. It was crazy, yeah. Remember, I was like, what some crazy shit happened? You said my prediction in the last one, you said my prediction is that some crazy shit going to happen. I don't think that was, I don't think what Gucci did was crazy, mm-hmm. but, and as I told y'all, real nigga on display. Jeezy definitely won the battle with songs, but Gucci won something. Yeah. Yeah. He won the night, in a sense. I just thought he was a real nigga on display. Niggas was well, niggas was commending Jeezy because they said Jeezy was a stand-up dude. He was. And, he yeah, was. man. I mean, he was. Jeezy's a stand-up guy. Fuck that. Fuck that. How? How? Nigga, if this somebody... niggas contradict themselves. Go ahead. If somebody sends somebody to kill you, bro... I don't give a fuck what you say, bro. You never letting that shit go. So I don't see why niggas was surprised that Gucci was acting that way. They, they were trying to call him immature and he's showing, uh, Jeezy's showing that he's more of a man. No, he's not. He the nigga that's, that sent niggas. You know what I'm saying? When you're in that position, I guess it's easy for you to sit back and be like, hey, man, I'm just trying to live my life. And I'm just trying, oh, yeah, because you got a whole different life now. But before, I could literally not be here. This nigga Jeezy, I mean, this nigga Gucci had, a, had to, had to, you know what I'm saying, bang for his shit. He would not be here if he didn't bust his shit. He would not be here. That's crazy. When you think about that, it's like, all right, but I would never respect this dude. I almost died. I had to kill somebody, go to, go to trial and be the case for Did this nigga. That's why when he was like, damn, Put his ass in the dirt. I'm like, damn, this nigga. I knew it. I knew it. So you didn't hear anything Jeezy said is what you just Man, told me. all of that shit, 20 years, 20 years, 15, 15 years with grown men. Look, this for King Von. This for facts. Because Gucci was one of them for, niggas that was on this. But you, but you almost made But you but almost nigga. made Gucci a King Von, though. You almost made Gucci a Nipsey Hussle. Jeezy was acknowledging the fact that he's a different person now and that for the sake of the future of the game, if they can show that they can put they shit aside, then maybe niggas won't keep killing each other because that's the biggest issue. Like, yeah. Did I send some niggas to kill you if I'm Jeezy? Yeah. And and he and Jeezy end up losing somebody that he really fucked with out of the situation. And so the whole... Smoking on Pookie Load, that shit probably really jabbed Jeezy, but since Jeezy in a different space, it wasn't really his response, bro. And this is the thing, niggas don't understand the weight of him playing Get Your Mind Right next. And I talked about this at the very beginning of the last podcast, but that shit was way more stand-up to me and way more admirable to me than Gucci playing the truth because niggas really wouldn't go kill him. Like... Yes, they did. Yeah, I I, I, almost died. I I get that. I get that. But my thing is, I just think everybody be contradicting themselves, bro. Like, you could be, like, don't get on there and say, damn, y'all got to stop killing each other. Damn, this shit is crazy because King Von died over some, over the shit. But what's the dude name he was beefing with? Quando Rondo. Quando Rondo. And look, these young rappers, whatever, whatever. But then y'all want to call Jeezy a bitch and say, you're Nobody's not a real a nigga. Bro, I saw all of that. You're not a That's real wild. nigga. I don't think it's he like, be, yo, what are we, yeah. what's the goal? We definitely shouldn't be talking shit about Jeezy, but I definitely think that we should kill the narrative of this nigga just Jeezy being a, Jeezy. 
real stand up dude. Like, nah, bro, like, like that's not your role. To me, that's not your that's not you out of place. I feel like Jeezy's you're you're out of place talking now. You're out of place to say, man, we need to stop this. Like, look, these young niggas not listening to your old ass nigga. You're not even out here no more. Chipping. You with Jeannie Mai from the real. You you got so a what? whole elevated what made anything? it out. Listen though. He got a whole elevated, made it out of the game life. Like, all old niggas want to get out of the game and then turn back around and say, yeah, man, we need to stop. Nah, nigga, you should have been doing that shit while you was in the thick of it. Because look. his op and tried to mend that. That's big to me. I think it's big, but I just feel like hearing it now just sounds like some old man shit. That's my part. That's my opinion. It sounds like old man shit. But Terrence, what's the difference between... um, I think... What's the difference between... um, Whack 100 and what's the name going on this 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 tour together doing a but they've been solid though but you know they probably got bad blood on each, in their past they put that you talking about behind. Big U and Whack 100 yeah they've been cool Big U and Whack 100 have been cool but what's the difference they have between, of course they have beef but look this Jeezy they got some blood in their past got yeah to. but Jeezy and Gucci y'all came together on a versus. Y'all didn't come together on some... These niggas did So Icy together. How long ago? They did So Icy together 20 years ago. I know, but I'm saying... Okay, yeah, but you still... Well, talk, no, 22 years you ago. still talking about the verses, though. I'm telling and then you... They, I'm just saying that it's admirable that they mended it. He's not just up here saying, y'all need to stop beefing, but still got beef. But what I'm saying is, y'all ended y'all beef off this Fuck. versus shit. We don't even know if y'all beef really over. Gucci... Didn't seem like the beef was over. And both of y'all could have did this shit for a check. We really don't even really know. I just feel like Gucci, I just feel like Jeezy saying, yeah, 15, it was 20 years ago and trying to point out the fact of how long ago it was and how you grew. I'm sure you grew. Just like all old niggas do when they get older. You feel me? But I just feel like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm done doing what everybody else thinks is the right thing to do. Just because Jeezy get up there and say, yeah, 20 years ago. We doing this, but look, this for King Vaughn, this for all right, bro. Nipsey Hustle, this for it, that shit was so right. facts. And then all he right, played bro. bitch, get your it mind. It just sounded like right. he did that shit for. Let me talk to him. I fucking loved it. I thought that was great. It just felt like he did that shit because he was on some old man. I'm not trying to be in a part of that life shit no more. That's what it felt like to me. You feel me? You got a nigga like. So what was and then honestly, honestly, Gucci got washed bad. <laughs> <laughs> in the, the music. You could tell Gucci didn't really give a Gucci fuck about the music. Gucci should have played so many songs. He didn't play a bunch of shit. He didn't play a bunch of tracks that he could have played. That would have definitely helped him when it comes to this. Because he didn't play a lot of his good songs. He didn't play so many good songs, He should have played Headshots. He should have played Nothing On You. He should have played more shit from the Trap God series. This nigga was playing some hits from the old school. Then look, when he played... The joint with him and me, like you playing? And I get the bag. Come Play, on, bro. I get the bag. Jeezy was washing. Jeezy and Jeezy stayed in that 05 lane. When he was Jeezy like, stayed in the right lane. Play some new hits, uh, nah, bro. I play new shit. He can't do that. Nah, nigga, we don't even want that. Then <laughs> Jeezy play all there. Come on, bro. It was bad, and I told you niggas, man. It was so funny watching the Gucci fans mention me and be like, "You are fucking crazy." <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. Uh, that was a dope. Uh, that was a dope versus. I was telling Saran, I'm ready for the next versus, man. I'm ready to see who else is gonna be, gonna be in it. Cause I want to see something. I want to see something nice, man. I told Terrell too. It's, it's only a matter of time for these white folks take over versus too. We're gonna see some Britney Spears versus and some. I don't some, think so. Some uh, yeah, we are. Some Taylor Swift versus somebody like. It's gonna be. They, it's only. It's only right. But you know why? Because verses need that money. 
And why not go ahead and take a trip over to that side for that audience? I mean, fuck it. I don't even blame them for doing that. They, I'm just letting y'all know it's only a matter culture, of time. Man. So, And Tim and Swizz have not showed us that they're doing this shit for the money, even from the beginning when they were doing this shit for free during the quarantine. We created this culture. What do you mean? Versus. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. We created this culture, so I can speak on it how I want. Swizz. And this nigga's talking Timber? about it to the white folks. Timber, holla at me. Cause I can show you my tra- my rap sheet. Terrence, we did a Them niggas was looking at Mallory Bros and said, "Fuck it, we about to do this shit on Instagram. Fuck it, we gonna do our shit global." And they did it for real though. Honestly, we can get with the real artists. If you, I'm, a, just, I'm just bullshitting y'all. If you've been a Mallory Bros listener, we have been doing this versus shit for a long time. We've been doing this versus shit over two years. Giving you years. Nigga, there's no reason why you see all these people loving this content. Come on, man. Loving this content because you're getting from versus. can't put together another which is better. <laughs> no, I'm saying people loving this versus content and they wondering like, man, this shit is so good. Like, yo. We knew the impact of what it We knew the impact of what that does. When we did Chains, when we did, no, we did Chris Brown versus. The first one we did? Future versus uh, Travis Scott. We never did that. Well, when I say versus, I'm taking it all the way back to the which is better. Just putting one album, one artist's artwork ver- I'm not oh. artwork. One out one artist's work against another artist's And work. then the format of just playing, playing it. it back and forth. You go, I like, go, you go, I talking go. Talking about yeah. some shit and then pushing play. Come on. I understand bro. you're listening to the niggas who were the innovators. Pioneers. The ones who did it first. But that, you know what's crazy? Timber. Hey, but look. I need 50 free beats. But Terrence. 50 free beats and I won't sue. <laughs> and, and let me be real clear because Timberland and Swiss Beats did a beat battle. They were doing beat battles a long time ago, but this versus shit, putting the artist yeah. work. So I don't want to hear that. They gonna say Timmy, Timmy Swizz, but nah, Timmy Swizz went back and forth with they beats. It was like a producer thing. And then look, then they were like, we should get uh, producers. Remember they got uh, Hit Boy and yeah. Swiss, like it was all producers at first. Then it was like we gonna put artists. artists. Yeah, who was the first artist? I feel like it was Lil John and, and T Pain for some reason, but it's, it couldn't have been. I, I don't know. Get. Just know. Then people start doing their own thing. Very unseriously, because we're really not that serious. Yeah, we really don't But we the pioneers of this shit. Give us our respect. It's going to be some nigga that had a YouTube channel five years before us. I put Alicia Keys versus Lauren yeah. Hill. <laughs> it always is. God damn. My bad. Hold up. Damn. Whole damn life ringing. Uh, we can start with what was first on my docket. Hey, you were just looking at that Spanish chick. Would you let your Spanish girl call you a nigga? Hell no. Absolutely not. I don't fuck around But what if with she that. grew up like around all like black I don't people. give a fuck. You're not black. You will never say that to me. Y'all it's I'm... too much. That It's too much. Damn, gotta... nigga. My bad. <laughs> damn, nigga. I'm like, you uh, get the phone call. Damn, my shit is getting. Family calling because it is Thanksgiving, y'all. So, uh, But what? You said if I had a Spanish girl, would I let her call me yeah. my nigga? No. Oh, oh, for my people out there, I wonder how y'all feel about that. The people in the Spanish community or the people in Hispanic. the Hispanic community, I'm sorry, using that N-word. I know we got friends. We even got some of our uh, white friends. I know some white people that's grown up around and been around black people their whole life, and they say the N-word because it just rolled off the tongue, I guess. But it's not cool. You sh- you definitely shouldn't let that rock. I was thinking uh, about that, though. Like not, if uh, No. Nah. I, I mean, I don't really. I'm not, not going to make it awkward for you. Be, yeah. But. You would never address me that way. I know Arab people or people that are 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 brown people, but they're not black that say the N-word. Right. And I don't tolerate that either. I feel because you. if you unless you come from 
slavery or your people were called that, I don't feel like you should get the luxury of saying it just because you're not white. I about to say, yeah, I totally understand that they look at it and they see us use it as like a term of endearment, but like you can't emulate that because you don't come from Exactly. Or you don't you just not one of us. And your people have benefits that we don't get. I about to say, and y'all got a whole yeah, that's back what's... end of shit that y'all can look back on and be all happy about and say, Yeah, this is where I come from, my culture. We don't have that. Yeah. That N word is kinda like the country that we come from, unfortunately. As fucked up as that is. That's the culture that we come from. Yeah, for sure. Think about it. If your last name Hernandez I can trace a bunch of Hernandez's back. It's That's not even now. I'm just talking about like culture. Like, y'all got a whole like Hispanic. Y'all got your own foods. Y'all got your own. And there's definitely cultural appropriation traditions that go, that and through. all of that. Yeah, I feel like African Americans, our food be coming from shit that we was we was left with. You feel right. me? Mm-hmm. Or oh, shit that we just did better. Yeah, yeah. Do you know why they call them hush puppies? No, why? You really don't know why they call hush puppies hush puppies? No. Because black people used to, when they would think about escaping, they used to get bread, and they would ball them up in the balls, right, and throw them over the gate to the guard dogs to hush the, the, they call them hush, that's why they call them hush puppies. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, bro. And so now hush puppies is a dish you could get from where? Hip hop, fish, and chicken. And who working in there? Not us. But that's the, that is that bullshit. I'm going in on fire. I want the bread rolls. Oh, you mean hush, Robbie? You say what? <laughs> you say what now? But say you, it again. If you did not, that's what that's uh, why that's where hush puppies come from. It comes from slavery. It's that's crazy. Life. Give me more. Um, let, let, let's hear another one. Look, I don't have a bunch of food. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's bro. crazy. I had no idea you about had that. No, about nothing, no, I had no idea. And and yeah. honestly, that's one of those things Twitter. that when I just heard that just now, I'm like. It infuriates you, right? It's like, no, look, my whole life, I done knew what Hush Puppies yeah, was. Yeah, I never yeah. knew that. That's uh-huh. crazy. All right, bet. But yeah, man, I'm fluid with it. The N-word is like, there's, the N-word is the N-word, like, I'm not the type of person to make it awkward for you. Yeah. But you will never be upset with me and use that word, or you will never refer to me as that, or these niggas. It, nah. I be, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. I don't even let my girl, I wouldn't let her call me a nigga. That's my nigga. Or sh- I don't let. I don't, let my I don't like that shit either. I don't like that. I, w- I don't like. Hey, and this is another fun fact. I know y'all heard Meg the Stallion. I'd rather be a B I T C H. Uh, never forget that Tupac. I'm playing it. Yeah, play it. Never forget that two. That's Tupac shit. That's that's all eyes on me. All eyes. I'd on rather me. be your N I G G A. So I can sit around and smoke weed all day. <laughs> It was a terrible. I want to keep it hundred, y'all. I just kind of figured that and put those two, two and two together, cause I, I knew the Meg the Stallion song sounded relative, but like for some reason, I'm gonna play the Meg version first. You don't got to, bro. We don't got to go down that route, do we? No, I'm not gonna play the whole thing. I'm gonna just okay. like give people a sample. This is the Meg version. I take this up. I rather keep it real with ya. <laughs> real hot girl shit. Shout out to Meg. She just put out a new album. It ain't always about what you like, sometimes it's about what's right. I'd rather be a B-I-T-C-H, cause that's what you gon' call me when I'm trippin' anyway. You know you can't control me, baby. You need a real one in your life. The bitches ain't gon' give it to you, right? Honestly, it's a great rendition of Tupac's song. If you if you listen to oh, all yeah, my it's me, great. It's trust me, it's great. That's what you're gonna call me when you when you uh leave me anyway, or whatever she say. Fire. That's fire. But let me let y'all hear the greatest of all time. Well, not the greatest of all time, one of the goats. Tupac Shakur, man. Let's get it. Hey, what's it? Actually, that's the exact same. Yeah. Same stock. You know what I'm saying? 
know we do it. Big shout out to Tupac, man. RIP to, 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 to a legend. For sure. Observe, and you ain't going back. This nigga Tupac had the best. I don't care what anybody say. Tupac had the best rapping voice. Of all time, nobody sounds better than him. I'm gonna go forward a little bit so you can hear. Cause oh, I got you, I got you. Right here. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Here we go. That's a lie. So give this thug a try. I fucking love that nigga, man. Hey, look. Great. Go listen to All Eyes on Me. Double did the best double disc album of all time. Facts. Great, great, great. But um, I just took my I just took my my jean jacket off. I got this turtleneck yeah, one. I just feel real like look. I feel real like I'm about to go read. You look like you just came from a funeral. This, you look like you you look like you get ready to go to repass. You look like you getting ready to go to a high school football you game. Look repass ready. <laughs> you look like high school football game ready, boy. You used to go to the school. You don't. Even, you're not even a student no more. This nigga has a this low life ass nigga at the high school game. This nigga know all the players still. He not even in the school. <laughs> oh, I know Devontae ain't school again. That'll be his fifth of the year. That's you like shit, boy. How this nigga know the players and he ain't in the Bro, school? Bro, it's crazy. Hey, look, shout out to the niggas that keep keep up with college football and know all of the college no athletes. Big Ten, SCE. They gotta be. They gotta be security guards. Something. Because if you a security guard, all you got to do is sit in that little thing and watch all the games. Because yeah, like, I don't see how niggas do it. I don't have the time. How do y'all have the time for that? I don't get it. All right, but let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, you want to go into the awards that we had? We had AMAs and then we got Grammy now. Okay, yeah. Let's touch up a AMAs. AMAs. Doja Cat won a bunch of shit. Um, she won Best New Artist of the Year. Over I DaBaby, Lil Baby, Roddy Rich, Meg. For Doja Cat to win that over them, it's just kind of like a slap in the face. It's all right, all right. But people love her. I mean, and these are these are awards that are given. The AMAs are voted on by people. They're not voted on by like a committee. It's like a people voted award. You can go in and vote for the AMA. I think Doja Cat got them white fans. Yeah, one thousand percent. When they found out she was saying the N word and and uh becoming a uh, she really don't like them niggas too. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give that a spin. Yeah. Uh, let me see. And for her to win over Meg The Stallion is is surprising to me too. Yeah, looking at how Meg The Stallion's run has been. Yeah, and it's crazy. People use our culture to get on and then hop right off. Yeah, because when she was bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow with that little bullshit rap song that she made, it was funny. That's how she started saying bitch, I'm a cow, and she had on that cow suit. And all y'all was LMAO, and now look, nah. The fan base that just got her that award is the fan base that fucked with that joint and spun it. Crazy. Ah, uh, let's see. We don't got to get right into every every joint though. We just kind of go to the, the, the hip hop ones because I honestly, thought the the AMA joint was uh I think WAP won song of the year over the Vox Roddy Rich. That was the one that that and Rockstar. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I just feel like what the fuck is wrong with people? It's I just don't get it. Not even like I just don't get the voters. If it's voted on, but is it voted on by people like how how you vote people into the Pro Bowl? Like it's voted on by the people. Yeah, who cares? Who cares then? Whatever. Roddy Rich is out. Roddy Rich is. Please excuse me for being antisocial. One over Eternal Take and My Turn for albums. For an album, Roddy I'm, Rich won best album for Please Excuse Me for Being. Yeah. Wow. Over. 
Uzi and Lil Baby. And guess it, what? It should have. Lil Baby and Uzi fans. I know we love My Turn. That's not better than that's not better than Roddy. My Bob. turn was not better than Roddy Rich's album. Neither was Eternal Atake. I'm sorry. I think I went back and forth with my boy E at work. He was like, <laughs> I forget what song he said. I'm like, okay, what's that joint? You better move. He was like, that's better than you better move. And I'm like, oh, we got two different music tastes. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. But you you better but move honestly, inspire. But I, I would like not Roddy's but album I, was Lil Baby's album to me is better than Uzi's album. But I don't think Lil Baby's album is better than Roddy's album. I think Roddy's album just has so many different elements to it. I think Roddy definitely had the better album of, of those, those three. But that doesn't take away from those two, other two albums. Those other two albums are great. But Roddy's album, to me, was more classic. We're going to look back at that joint and be like, oh, that was classic. Yeah. We did a Which Is Better for that joint. Mm. That was the earliest album we've ever done a Which Is Better for. That one in, in the Thug joint. Yeah. Let Thug So Much Fun have been nominated in that joint. That's the snub. No, Terrence. Oh, yeah, I think it came out a year before. No, nah, it just wasn't a snub. <laughs> that joint was amazing. That was a great-ass album from Young Thug. Look, Nicki Minaj won um, Best Female Artist over Meg and Cardi. And yeah. and you know why? It's because Nicki fans show up, bro. Or it's because it's true. They show up and vote. I don't think Nicki had a better year than Meg, though. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, not yeah. even because she... I just don't think I think Meg has done so much over this past year that I thought it would for sure be Meg, but then I'm like, oh, I'm forgetting about the fucking Nikki fans that are literally going to show up and vote. What's crazy is looking at those, um, look at those, looking at the nominees: Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, Meg The Stallion. Remember the time where it was only Nicki Minaj? Mm-hmm. It'd be like Nicki Minaj versus DeBrat, and it's like DeBrat is like she don't even be rapping like that. But Nikki really got competition now. Honestly, if they'd have gave it to Meg, you wouldn't even really been mad. We really have three top tier, you know. And you know what's crazy too? What? Um, the Weeknd won all of the Soul Awards. He won Best Male Soul or R&B Artist over Chris Brown and John Legend. He won Best Soul Album over Doja Cat and Summer Walker for After Hours. Favorite song, Soul, Heartless, Weeknd. Like, The Weeknd... His, well, okay. Let's, his fans, since we went there. Right. But let's just go from, you want to go from that to? Straight to the Grammys, yeah. Straight to the Grammy nomination. Grammy nominees came out on the 23rd, I think. Um, Grammy nominees came out on the 23rd, and, and The weekend was completely snubbed. He didn't get any Grammy nominations. Again, I don't know if y'all yeah. heard his uh, album, After Hours. We did a review for it earlier in the year. It was a good album, but I didn't think it was this crazy Grammy award but that album was big though. For that album to not get any nominations, I agree with uh, Sean C. I know he said this on Twitter. I don't follow him, but I saw his tweet that said, uh, "It's it's bullshit, bro." His tweet said that album was t- was so big, like it's surprising that it didn't get any nominations at all. How for how big that album was? That joint showed sold a billion a billion streams in like a week, a billion on Spotify. That's crazy that that album gets nothing. So you mean to tell me Heartless doesn't get nominated? Why is Black Parade, and shout out to Beyonce, nine nominations. I love her. Wow. Like, that's my... Why is Black Parade? Black Parade, to me, isn't an R&B song. That's more pop. I don't think Do It by Chloe and Haley is a R&B song. That's definitely R&B to me. That That's like pop to me. I know my hand. Does that sound like R&B? What is, what is R&B turned into? That shit sounds like some pop. They should be in that section that they put Rihanna in that year. Like, but you know what? Like, even pop, like Justin Bieber's "Yummy" is 
nominated for best best uh, pop solo performance. He was, he was getting a lot of heat because the weekend didn't get nominated. Everybody yeah, was like, like, "What the fuck?" Everybody was comparing weekend shit to his shit. But look, let's not stay on this too long. We like, won't. We won't. We won't. Let me find the hip hop section. We got the hip hop nominees. I know Freddie Gibbs is nominated. He's gonna win for for the Alchemist. Freddie Gibbs is nominated for best hip hop album, uh, uh, as well as uh, D Smoke. D Smoke is nominated, and honestly, I haven't listened to D Smoke's album. Um, mm-hmm. Damn, my bad, y'all. Thanksgiving again. Um, I, I'm sorry, I didn't listen to D Smoke's album, but you got D Smoke with Black Habits. Uh, Freddie Gibbs, Alfredo. I said the Alchemist. This is my favorite song from the Freddie Gibbs product, project, Alfredo. But it's it's Alfredo. Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're not wrong. Um, written testimony by Jaylet. Uh, King's Disease by Nas, then the Allegory by Royce. I like to see that Royce feature, man. Royce is just always so overlooked. Niggas slept on that King's Disease joint, Nas. I'll just say mm-hmm. that. Have y'all heard Spicy? Spice, that joint is fire. I'm getting a call over there. Don't worry, don't sweat. It's going to go away soon. Oh, okay. Um, I think the clear winner here is Alfredo, but the clear snub is is uh, Lil Baby. Yeah. Lil Baby not being nominated. And Roddy. Because Roddy couldn't get nominated last year. His album came out too late. His album came out in December. I'm trying to think about all the albums or that we did year. last year. That might not be on this list. It's, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Best rap song, Savage, is going to win. I think the bigger picture, Rockstar, Rockstar could win. The Vox should win. It's the biggest song. Laugh Now, Cry Later. It's the Grammys. But then again, they ain't not fucking with Drake after what he said. Oh, yeah, they not. They're not he's not winning. And I just love that I feel clip. like the Vox should win because it was literally the, big, the biggest song. And you can't try to blame that on TikTok or Vine like you tried to. You know what I'm saying? Right. The Vox was, was a lit song. Looking at the clip. Are you trying to remember? <laughs> yeah. What the whole damn seal? Yeah, that was a great song. I wanted to uh, play this clip that um, big shout out Complex Ambition man. I love their little page. Uh, that like that their their page that they put up all of the shit because I'd be like, damn. But look, this is uh what Drake was saying in reference to the Grammys. Well, we heard that already. Let's so go look it up. You want me to play it? Only like 40 seconds. That joint is like 50 minutes, 50 seconds. You don't got to play that joint. Okay. I guess I won't play it then. But Drake, go ahead and play it. Fuck it. I bet. Let you know, we play in an opinion-based sport, uh, not a factual-based sport. So this is not the NBA where at the end of the year you're holding a trophy because you made the right decisions or won the games. Right. This is a, this is a business where sometimes, you know, it... Um, it's up to a bunch of people that might not understand, you know, what a mixed race kid from Canada has to say, or, uh, or, 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 or a fly, or a fly Spanish girl from New York, or anybody else, or a brother from Houston right there, my brother Travis. But look, the point is, you've already won. If you have people who are singing your songs word for word, if you're a hero in your hometown, if look. Look, if there's people who have regular jobs who are coming out in the rain, in the snow, spending their hard-earned money to buy tickets to come to your shows, Facts. you don't need this right here. I promise you. You, are- you already won. And honestly, that's facts. I hear it. I thought that was a definitely a good... Uh... It's just facts, man. That's why, like, I, 
just watching people be outraged over the Grammys, like y'all didn't see too much outrage from me this year. Because y'all know I was mad last year for something. I don't even remember. And I was mad the year before. But like, it's no point anymore. It's really not. What are we getting mad at the Grammys for? Why are we? It's no point. They've, ever since the Kendrick Lamar shit, it's no point. Um, there's no point in getting serious about the uh, the Grammy predictions and the shit that happens because honestly, they don't respect what's really going on. It's really kind of just, it's always politi- political with it. So like, honestly, like we really shouldn't get our hopes too high and then we shouldn't get too upset about what happens. Right. Whatever. Whoever wins, wins. Whoever wins. The bad wins. thing is the Grammy is like the the Super Bowl trophy for a artist now. So like, as right. much bullshit as it is, if you get nominated, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna get it. Like Nipsey said, it's fuck the Grammys until we get one. Yeah, fuck the Grammys till we get one. Yep. Mm-hmm. And if everybody were trying to shit on Beyonce and say Black Parade wasn't a good song, you're tripping. Nine noms, five. That's a nice number, Ooh. B. That's a nice number. How many, Terrell? Nine nominations. That's a nice number. Leading B. of the, the the most nominations of the night. You see how you, you see Queens. how you, you see how your two worlds link. Mm-hmm. I was watching this girl's video on uh like numerology. Ooh. And she was like, she sees, I think the number is something fifteen. She sees something like five fifteen. Something like that. Some of y'all might know who I'm talking about too. But she was like, her friend will ask her what time it is and she'll look down and it's five fifteen. You know how people put that in their mind though? Oh yeah. But some people see certain numbers and I feel like that number nine is my my chosen number, just because. Tony, if you start paying attention to a specific number or a specific, nah, just numerology, just a specific number. Just pay attention to the numbers that you see often. I'm telling you, them shits tell a story. You can go look that shit up. I'm not gonna be that guy this podcast, but that's real shit. That's real shit. Thousand hundred dollar bill shit. All right. Um, did you want to go into that? Yeah, I want to give a shout out to. Um, I don't like saying chick. That's why. I want to give a shout out to this young lady. There we go. <laughs> Nigga never uses that terminology. But young lady? I want to give a shout out to this young lady who, uh, I think a young lady. You know how niggas profile. Terrence. All right. Give a shout out to this young lady who mentioned me and Terrell on Twitter. Um, she asked us some real good questions that she want to answer on the podcast. And I just feel like some people will tell you to talk about shit. And it's like, damn, should we talk about that for real? Like. But she just gave real good, open-ended questions that I felt like would uh, have some good responses. And a lot of people were saying that they wanted to hear what we had to say about it. Like, they mm-hmm. might need that. So, I'll give a shout-out to her. Her name on Twitter is... I'm going to I'm gonna screw that up. But at S-B-I-E-Y-O. I think her name is Shay. So, shout-out to Shay. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure how to say your name, but at S B I E Y O. Um, shout out to her. She said, um, value you guys' opinion and was wondering if y'all can answer my questions either through DM or the podcast. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and answer these questions for because look, they some good ass questions. So I'm gonna get into question one. Uh so you wanna read question one? Yeah. You remember the teacher used to do that? So who wants to read the first question? Look, everybody got their hands raised. She coasting over the class. Hey, look, just pick somebody so we can get through this shit. No, but That's how they I pick used to you. feel. Or if you're not participating, they pick you. <laughs> Terrence, go ahead and read that. I would, uh, I would, but let me tell now you. Now, that is different because I would definitely be that teacher, though. I don't like the teacher that's like, hmm, who should we get nah, to pick? It's like, see, yo, just read the questions. I was a smart nigga, smarter than Terrence. So. I, no, I knew the game. I knew the game. No, nah, I could read better than you. 
No, you could not. Like, allow. You could never read better than me. I'm not about to let you just get that shit off. No, you won't. No, anyway, you go ahead. The teacher will always, like, once I read some shit, because I got a lot of energy. Once I read some shit, the teacher, they get used to you being the one that can read. So they, like, pick on you because they know you can read it. They don't want to listen to... Number uh, 15, Jarrell, go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was, like, shout out that to was Ms. some clout, though. Right. Shout out to Ms. Lyles. Best English teacher I've ever had. That's the clout you wanted, though, mm-hmm. in school. Like, you wanted to be the one that read. Hey, look, let me give y'all a, a quick thing. Hey, look, I read Fences when I was in 12th grade. I read for the role of, um, what's my man's name, Terrell? You should know it. I should know it, too, but it's, it's, I'm blanking. Troy. Troy. Max. Troy Maxson. The main character. Your boy read that in 12th grade. So what was y'all reading? Ted. Oh, all right. This nigga read oh, right. this nigga, this nigga Terrell was... Man with shovel. He didn't even have a main <laughs> role. <laughs> that was the worst when y'all was the one playing. Y'all had to pick parts. So you look at you like, damn, I don't have no line. Yeah, I'm on page 38 and page 57. That's it. That's all I got. But when we read Macbeth, I was Macbeth. Big Beth out here. I don't even re- remember reading that shit. I need to go back. Go I don't remember none of that shit. Anyway, um, Shay. It's Shout a, out to Shay's question. These are, this is Shay's question number one. It says, uh, my state is entering another... Uh, Zero to one lockdown, like phase, basically like a phase one lockdown. Now that we're eight months into this pandemic, life is kind of reckless. And I'm at the po- um, wow. I'm at the point where both resting and working is bringing me to the same level of burnout. What are some things you guys did slash do to remain level-headed through this time? And if you have any show recommendations, um, if you have any show recommendations, Please recommend and what are your thoughts on the finals of Lovecraft Country? Never again say that you read better than me. Chad, honestly, I never was not again ready for say this. that. I was not ready for never this. Never again say you read better than me. I was not ready me. for this. Shay, I love you, but you need some commas in there. Could you fuck your boy up? <laughs> nah. Don't, Shay. <laughs> Shay, nah, don't man. listen to him. He fucked your question all up because right, he's sitting read there reading terrible. Let me read it over. My state is entertaining another phase oh, we, one we lockdown. Gotta, we got to sit through this again? Now that we're eight months into the pandemic, life is kind of reckless, and I'm at the point where both resting and working is bringing me to the same level of burnout. What are some things you guys did slash do to remain level-headed through this time? And if you have any show recommendations, please recommend and... What were your final thoughts on Lovecraft Country? You can never fuck with me. I'm a reading king. Nigga, you reading can't, you can't you brag off your Terrence, second shot. Who was your English teacher in 12th Terrell, grade? Terrell, you can't brag off your second shot. You missed the first Terrence, shot. Next in line. Terrence, who was you your... You can't shoot. You can't... I, I, but, but if you body the second round, you can win. <laughs> Do you, you know what you battle. just did? You put the shot up and, and airballed it. Then you put the second shot up like, yeah, nobody It was all net. Nigga, what the God hell? damn. My bad, y'all. Just answer and tell them that we, we shooting this pie. Hold on, y'all. Hold on, real quick. Hold up. First of all, I want to give a shout out to everybody who's going through. Uh, I said give a shout out, but like, yo, just a heads up to everybody. There's, there's a lot of con- countries. Let me start over. Sorry, y'all. Con- con- <laughs> just a heads up to. There, I do want to give a heads up to everybody. There's a lot of um, states that are going through lockdowns again, who've mm-hmm. been locked down before. A lot of people are gonna go back into certain weird positions with their job. We got some people who might lose their job ag- again, and. It's a real trying, but it's a real mentally fucking exhausting period. Um, Let me see this. Mm -hmm. I think she said something that that I pinpointed where she said life is kind of reckless, and I'm on and I'm at the point where both resting and working bring me to the same level of burnt out. And I just feel like, God, I fucking 
can, can relate. relate, man. I can relate. Where you feel like, damn, even when I'm chilling, I feel like I'm just over it. Because we was forced to chill at a specific specific point. So I think I'm not the most perfect person to give anybody advice on how to get your life back in balance. Because the people who are close to me and who the people who know me, y'all know I don't have my life all, all together, Shay. So, of course, you got to take what I say with a grain of salt. But my goals... I guess going forward, um, preparing for us to have this this new lockdown would be to do a lot of the shit that I just have on my mental to-do list that I just can never get to. I got mad shit up top that I'm like, oh, you know what? You should watch that. Or you ought to go back and look through all, like I, I got these journals that, I, that I've written in, that I've written in over the years. I'd be like, yo, you ought to go back and look at some of that stuff in there and maybe kind of double back on some of that stuff. Or get back into this or get back into something that you was doing. I think you always knock my, my arm off the table. Like it's making a sound. You'd it's really not. The mics. It's not even that bad, but that's why I think it's important um, for your focus to be going back into quarantine because for real, for real, it's really tough to, to give advice around that only because we don't have a end point. If we knew, yo, we only going to do this for two months. So for two months, do this, you know? We don't know how long the fuck this shit is about to be. We don't know who's going to be impacted by it. I think what's most important is to stay safe. Don't let your mental, you know what I'm saying, reckless mind, mindset push you towards making a dumb decision or a decision that you might regret, you know? Play the field right and don't let nobody pressure you into doing some shit that you don't want to do. Linking with people that you don't want to link with. Meeting up with people that you don't want to meet up with. It's going to be a lot of people in your life right now that's going to try to rekindle a certain fire that shouldn't be rekindled. Huh. But you're going to do that shit because fuck it, it's quarantine and shit. I trust you. I know you ain't got the virus, but you're not trying to trust nobody else. You're not trying to link up with nobody else. I get it. But them, them same people that are trying to link up with you because it's quarantine and you comfortable and you that comfort zone, you got to be cautious of that. Don't make no stupid decisions that's going to fuck up your mindset. Mm-hmm. You know? That's my biggest advice is to play the field, stay 10 toes down, but don't make no fuckboy decisions that once everything is over with. I feel like you're giving yourself advice. She said I resting and working has her feeling this way. What are you talking about meeting new people for? Not meeting new people. I'm just saying don't make it. I just use that as an example. I'm just saying don't make no decisions. Like, you might make a decision to fucking take out a loan, and I'm going to start, I'm going to put this money towards doing, and you don't even want to do that. You're just doing this because you got the free time, and it's quarantine. That's what I mean. I mean, like. Oh, you mean, like, don't start making reckless. Okay, you're right. Don't don't, don't let your reckless mindset force you to make a, a, a stupid decision. Oh, okay. Because what I'm telling her is, like, I don't know her. I don't know her interests, so I can't really give you big advice on what to do with your time and stuff like that. All mm-hmm. I can tell you is whatever you do, just make smart choices. Because I feel like at your points of of mental like vulnerability, that's where you make yeah, big decisions facts. and bad decisions. So I just feel like that's what you got to focus on. Don't set yourself up for another L in the middle of living in an L. This nigga keep trying to bet me, man. All right, well, let me give my advice. And don't cut me off. I'm not. I got you. Um, I got everything I had to say out. All right, um, in, in regards to the working thing, like, Terrence can tell you, I'm a nigga that works sun up to sundown. Like, I work really hard. And so I can sympathize with people. We. Around. I. We. 
But I'm talking about like work you don't want to do, like work you have to do, like oui. your job. We. Oui. Now this nigga want to be included, but I work sun up to sundown. Bring work home, do shit at home. Sometimes I work at home so that when I go to work, I don't have so much to do that I can't get done. Um, and so I understand the stress of like how when you work, it's fucking tiring because that's all you do because you really can't have no fun. And then at the same time, when you're resting, you just resting before you go back to work. Or you look at your off days like, whoo, I'm finally not working, but I got to do this. And you know, I don't look at the podcast as a job or like the YouTube channel as a job. But it is kind of like a job. And so, like, when we not do, when I'm not working, I'm getting hounded by Terrence about, like, yo, we have to do this, this, and that. And then, you know, so you, you just make different commitments. But what keeps me sane, like, what keeps me sane is the shit that just allows me to escape from the world, which is TV. I'm a big HBO fan. Like, right now I'm watching The Undoing, which is great. comes on every Sunday. Um... But I'll go back. And I've been rewatching certain movies. And a lot of people, like, I can say this is going to sound kind of corny because I'm, like, a film major or whatever. But when you're watching a movie or a TV show, like, you literally escape from your reality and you enter a different realm. Like, you are in the movie world. Like, you follow a character. They're going through some bullshit. And it just, it's just an escape. I also have been eating a lot more ice cream. Crazy. But I, my thing now... Is if I ain't got shit to do, I'll put my show on and eat some ice cream. I'll be eating nothing but Ben and Jerry's, half baked, um, uh, fucking Hagen Dazs, vanilla is my favorite. But like, I just do the things that give you that dopamine release or that give you that oxytocin release in your brain. The shit that make you, the shit that make you escape. Because the shit, honestly, we don't even know if we going back to. We could be going like we live in Maryland. We don't know what the, what the fuck they Hogan gonna come out and be like. All right, bet we shutting this shit yeah, down. Everything's being shut down, especially with the way these cases is floating. Exactly. All right, and man, so, you there. so you gotta focus on Terrence. Come on now. You know what's her. It's not me. But uh, you really gotta focus on the things that that give you that escape from reality because this shit this shit is drowning. So that's my that's my piece on that. The yeah. escape and watch the Undoing. The Undoing is really good. There's only five episodes. In. Hey, look, and then for for other shows that you might be looking at watching, um, watch Succession. On HBO, honestly, that show might depress you, but Succession, I think, is a good show on HBO. Um, oh, Lovecraft, you want to speak on that? Lovecraft Country. If you haven't started watching Lovecraft Country, just it's phenomenal, a phenomenal so show. Fucking, fucking loved it. We talked about, it, I think, a couple podcasts ago. So I'm not gonna spend too much time on Lovecraft, but the, I, I was happy with it. I was happy with the way Lovecraft ended because I felt like it was a. A lot of people were like, I didn't like the way they ended because it didn't give us no leeway into season two. But my thing is, like, they might and not have a season a, two. Yeah. yeah. But you know what I did want to see, though? I did want to see, like, Letty's son. Paul. Well, Ooh, not Paul, but... Uh, spoiler alert. I did want to see... He ruined it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's not a big spoiler, though. It's not a spoiler. <laughs> I did want to see, like, a little bit of, like, maybe six months later from what happened. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. But I think the way it ended, it just... It gave me them goosebumps. Hey, look, and then it's just a, it's just a throwback. I'm sure you can butt in. I'll, I'll name you a guy. Watch Sons of Anarchy. Oh. Watch Breaking Bad. Oh, watch The name. Wire. Watch Man. House of Cards. Watch these shows that were once upon a time great that you've heard people talk about, but you never gave a shot. The quarantine is also another time to we give that to. Because all. let me yeah. tell you something. 
I've pulled gems away from some of my favorite shows. Yeah. Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Watching some of them shows has literally changed the way I even think. Just yeah. because I got so delved into those shows. It'll change the way you do certain shit. But it's such a period in your life, ain't it? Being binging a show and being in the thick of it is such a period. Hey, look, watch Ozark. If you haven't watched Ozark on Netflix, like, son, mm-hmm. these are the shows that when, when you're in the thick, the be, I get the beginning is slow. You know what I mean? Sometimes the beginning is like, all right, who is this motherfucker? But once you learn everybody. Once you get through it, yeah. Once you, oh, look, Snowfall. Mm, Shay, yes. if you haven't watched Snowfall. Amazon Prime. Watch Snowfall. Hey, look, and for all my people that watch Breaking Bad, uh, I'm on season five of uh, Better Call Saul 2. Like, I just got to get it. It's not on Netflix yet, so I've been trying to find it. But um, that's a fucking great follow-up to, to Breaking Bad. Still some of the same characters come back. Gustavo's in it. Like, it's that's a fucking great show, too. Uh, so, but, but, but the key word in that is the escape. Like, yeah. get away from reality any way you can. If it's through music, if it's through... Uh, you got to escape. Yup. All right, so question number two that she had. I'm going to read this one because I felt like... Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. Here we go. I hate when niggas do that when they got to read. <laughs> I'm just making sure that I don't have no fucking... Nah, they do try to do too much before I'm they re- read. I really tried. I really had something that just hit the, hit the wrong pipe. This nigga's doing too much. Pause. But, uh... Shout out to the people who send us stuff like this because, as y'all see, we kind of get dove into it and we like to answer certain things that y'all ask. So, mm. continue to send the questions through because it's dope. Um, Shay, question number two. Y'all have talked about, in parentheses plus giving advice about relationships. Especially nowadays with the pandemic, what is some advice you can give people trying to heal their wounds when it comes to moving on? In the past, the outside world was somewhat our distraction. A key word. Mm-hmm. Whether that was through going out with our friends, taking extra, taking on extra work, or even entertaining new connections. But now we're pretty much stuck in our thoughts. What are some healthy coping mechanisms Y'all could recommend when it comes to healing slash being there for ourselves. So, I think that's real. I think that's a good question about. I like the first part. What is some advice you can give people trying to heal their wounds when it comes to moving on? Yeah, especially since the outside used to be especially kind of a coping since we mechanism. don't have our distractions. Exactly. Right. Right. Um, right. I'm gonna. The key word in this whole shit for me is that once again, you gotta be able to skate. You gotta. You got to be able to escape. I will tell you, as a nigga that has made some very toxic decisions. Don't be that the, nigga to get the same answer for everything. Man. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. But I've made some toxic decisions in quarantine. But I'm going to tell you. But we you, talking about how your escapes are gone, no, though. I'm, I'm, no, I'm talking about in terms of healing. Okay. Like, I've made toxic decisions where, as opposed to me getting rid of this toxic relationship, yeah, you find yourself... Dealing back with certain people that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, ah, well, this is never really going to go nowhere anyway. Why am I even doing this? But you just do it. Or you end up linking with somebody because, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me, it's all about a power. It, for me, what it's been for me. I can only speak on myself, honestly, when it comes to this topic. But it's been a power of, like, will. Like, I have to tell myself, nah, I'm not doing this. Like, I have to, like, tell myself, nope, not going to do it. And then, honestly, like, it's also scary because... People tempt you to go outside. And what I mean by that is, like, I got invited to a kickback the other night um, for one of my friends that came in town. And it's like, could I force it and go? Yeah, but then look, then you could potentially get the virus. 
Terrell, we're talking about healing wounds. That's what I'm when, when it I, comes to moving on. I'm talking about that. Are you? Yes. You the nigga that was talking about uh you took a detour. I can take a detour, but it's in the same world. What I'm saying is, it all goes back to that. The healing part you don't normally get to do because there's so many other things pulling at you to it's not like you could just heal in peace. It's not the same like if somebody die and you're grieving. It's like you're being pulled you can still be pulled back into it. So that's why I said for me, it's like will. Like I have to tell myself. What are you talking about being pulled back into the relationship? Because it's dating. She's talking about what are some, what's some advice you can give people trying to heal their wounds when it comes to moving on. So is this a situation where you were hurt? Or it are most you likely just, is. She probably definitely not talking about a situation where somebody's trying to pull her back and she need to... Okay. All right. Damn, my bad. Shane. You probably can't even give advice. Nah, I mean, honestly, nigga, I've been hurt way worse than you have. Facts, and this isn't the depression. Do that, man? This isn't the depression Olympics, but for Why you to say do that? because you just said I can't give advice, nigga. I have. Been I'm hurt not saying way you haven't been you. hurt, but that, just because you've been hurt, don't mean you can give advice. This nigga, nigga Terrence does a hurting. Fuck you talking about? Since we was little, heartbreak kid, HBK. Like I just said, this isn't about who's been hurt. The person who give the person who's been hurt the most, that don't mean they can give you the best advice. I can tell you how I cope when I was hurt. I'll tell That's you. That's what she wanted. <laughs> But it wasn't in the during the pandemic. But honestly, bro, I didn't run from how I felt. I would. There I, we go. There uh, we did. go. <laughs> Damn. I got to Iyana Van Sant this nigga to the answer. <laughs> I didn't run from how I felt. I didn't run from the that raw emotion. Terrence will tell you, I will cry. Rona. Okay. Rona Terrence. I will cry too. I'm getting more emotional Terrence as I get older in age. Yeah. I will I will just ball. When LMA dropped, this is a random this is LMA. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. When Nobody LMA cares. dropped her song, her video for that new song that she put out, I I for some reason when I first watched it, I my eyes got watery. Cause I was so happy for her son. That's how big of a fan I am. I'm not just no bullshit fan. And you know what's bro? And I it's be like, thinking about why like, am I why my eyes water? I'm like, hold on, bro, why I'm at work. Like why my eyes water? It makes me feel like later in life I'm gonna like hate myself for it. Because look. When my son takes his first steps, or oh, my, yeah, like, I'm going to cry. When you have a kid, crying. When you get married, crying. Candace married, crying. Like, I keep feeling like, yo, am I going to start crying about And you know what? Man? Now, you know what's crazy that I do? When I cry, I try to talk. Because I'm like, I'm going to have to one day yeah. be the tough cry. Like the, I don't, I, I admire how niggas can just tuck all that emotion when they're talking and it don't come out like, like, you see how they was making fun of a nigga from the draft when he was crying? <laughs> when he was crying? <laughs> I feel like if I talk, I'm going to do that. But just to get back to it, because niggas take hella detours. Um, you. Me. We've been on you for a minute. I haven't got to answer this question yet. All right, my bad. Go ahead. Um, I would just, to, to cap my shit off, don't run from that emotion and just let it pour out. That was the only way I could get. When I got hurt, I had to really let the emotion out every time it hit me. Every time it hit me, I would let it out, and then I would also have my escapes. And so. Right. You, you got my um, I well, I'll give this advice. I give I've given this advice to plenty of people before. Oh my god, let me tell you, I do this. <laughs> you know exactly for those people who are healing, right, from a relationship that you got out of or whatever, you know exactly what you have to do to heal from that wound. But this is the key some of you don't even want to heal from that. Some of you enjoy, not, I'm, I should, let me take this back, but some of you find a sense of connection in the hurt. 
because even though that person hurts you, you still get that connection to them as long as you still, you know what I'm saying, activate that energy. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you don't want to get past it. You don't even want to get past it. You still getting upset about shit. You still lurking on people's pages. You still getting mad over shit you shouldn't even get mad about. You telling yourself, I shouldn't even be fucking mad over this. I don't even know why I'm telling you this. Shit like that. When you doing shit like that, you know. It's all about looking at your fucking self in the mirror and saying, all right, bet we done with it for real. Or I'm going to stand up for myself from now on. A lot of people feel like in order to get over some shit, this nigga smiling at me like the, the I knew like the nigga I had to I got to go first and you get to think about how you go perfect. Nigga, I knew, fine, what I, was, I knew what I was because gonna Because you say. basically tell people to take an escape, right? <laughs> <laughs> take an escape, right? Yeah, like an escape. But the See nigga, what I was just saying, that's you right now. Because the nigga that's what I'm looking at like this nigga. This nigga, put this, this nigga mad, head. but you know what? Just to get on that, I used to hate that shit. The you go call on you first. And you be like, I think the answer is nine. This nigga back there doing his work. Oh, nah, he got a nine because three plus three times three is. Then we like, go, Javon. Yeah. <laughs> See, Terrence, Javon did the work. You like, this nigga had to go second. I Bitch, that nigga only knew it because I went first. I'm not going to lie, though. When niggas used to read their essays in Miss Lyle's class and fuck up. It's like, you be over yeah. there working, scratching shit out on yours. <laughs> Why you put because in there like that? You shouldn't have. You got that all up in your face. Like, all though. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Right, you look, some good shit. But yeah, um, look at yourself in the mirror and understand that you're making these choices. Like, something that was on my docket, I don't even know if my computer is alive anymore. Yes, it is. Nigga is trying to say that. You need to get an Apple Watch, nigga. I have one, but I don't have the recent one. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've put on my... um. My doctor, before you count it out, ask yourself how many times did I fail hard, right? And that's like a oh, look, listen to this fucking motivation. No, no, you got it. Before you give something up, you got to know the truth. Uh, and it's looking in the mirror and asking yourself how hard did I really try, or like did I really even give it a fucking shot? I mean, this is factual right here. Some of you motherfuckers quit shit and you didn't even try. Can you imagine? Stay stay on healing though. I'm, I'm, I'm still on it. Okay. I'm just saying some of you. Quit before you even try. I mean, and it goes with that. You'll tell yourself, I've been, I've been so hurt. I've been trying so hard. Really, have you? I've been working so hard. I swear, I've been working so hard. Are you saying that or have you really? Right. Like, how many times did I, did I try this shit and it, it really didn't work out? Like, let's say you tried to be a baseball player. You go to the batting cage one time and then you're like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not good. I'm not going to baseball, whatever. Like, you can't sit there and tell yourself, yeah, man, like, it wasn't for me. Like, I, that, like that wasn't my, my thing. Like, you only went one time. Some of y'all who are trying to heal and get over people, and you'll delete their number and delete they, you'll delete their text messages. You stop following them on Instagram and all of that shit, and you do all the necessary things to detox yourself from this person, and you don't even stick to that shit. But then you want to get mad at that person for being this cancer in your life. You can't get mad at that person when you're the one who keeps making that decision to go back to them. Because for real, for real, you got the keys, not them. Don't complain about who you keep getting in the car with. I mean, nigga, you getting in the car. Mm-hmm. You have the keys. You don't have to let them in that car, but you let them back in and then you complain about it. Don't be that person. Like, the hardest decision you're going to make is that decision, though. That's the hardest right. person to listen to is the one that looks just like you that's standing in the mirror. Um, And I feel like when it comes to healing and moving on, 
the more you procrastinate listening to that person in the mirror that knows exactly what you need to do, because look, you don't need nobody to tell you, yeah, you need to stop doing this. You need to start doing that. You know exactly what the fuck you need to do mm-hmm. to take care of you. The sooner you make that decision and stop making that decision for the next person, because healing, a lot of healing, a lot of y'all are trying to heal the other person too. It don't work that way. Don't be accommodating towards, and I've seen it. You can't accommodate somebody else healing while you're trying to heal. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be, you you shouldn't be trying to stitch together somebody else's wound while you stitch your your stuff together. Cause guess what, you're gonna end up poking yourself up. Can I bo- can I butt in real quick? Yeah, I think that's I think that's a very important point, and I think it's important when healing. Cause like when I was hurt, uh, I talked to Terrence a lot, but he didn't have any trauma. I think it's important to find a listener. Like if you need to vent, find somebody that's not gonna meet your vent your venting with their venting about their situation. Somebody can really listen to how you feel and let you get it out. Because why was I using it as an example? I feel like no, because you actually listened to me. Oh, and you didn't have you didn't say yeah. Well, what I'm going through is, and I think it's important when somebody's venting to me. If I'm going through some shit as well, I'm not gonna say anything about it unless I can relate to them and give them something from it. Okay, and that's also something that people in relationships or like if somebody's telling you about their bad day at work, like let them get that off as opposed to you saying, "Yeah, but at work today I went through." Right. It's like I'm trying to tell you about my fucked up day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I think it's important, especially when healing, to to talk to people that are not also hurt. That shit will just leave y'all hurt longer because all y'all gonna do is bounce off each other and not work on the actual healing. Right, and and more towards my point of not trying to heal the next person. I mean like the person that you're healing from. Did you get that? Did you catch my drift off that? Yes. Like mm, yeah. For the for ladies sure. that's out there that might be worried about your dude's feelings. You don't know you if if y'all not together or if he did you dirty or you did him dirty or whatever y'all y'all had to separate. It's not on you to make sure that that person's good while you're making sure you're good. If they ain't good, that's on them. If you good, then you good. It's not that you don't give a fuck about them, but understand you could be taken advantage of. You're trying to make sure that this person's good, so right. you're still accommodating, answering the phone when they call you. They hit you with shit that they normally hit you with when you was together, like, oh, yeah, can I borrow your car? Or, hey, yo, can you you send me, like, $5? And you like, fuck this nigga, I don't like him, but I still care for him, so I'm like, no! You need to fucking eliminate that shit, because right. that shit is not going to do nothing but hold you back. And not to stay on this topic, we're not going to stay on this topic for... Uh, for that long, but that was that's my advice. I mean, I've seen it happen, and I've seen it work. So, you know what I'm saying? You have the keys to that Jeep. Yes, sir. And don't pick don't pick your scabs. Don't pick your scabs. Even though that's a fucking hell of a feeling. Right. I'm a young weird nigga, and that's the thing, though. It is. You're right. When you pick a scab, sometimes you like I'm gonna just I can't get it all. Let off. that shit go. I can't let it go. It'll bother you. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. Like this shit calling. <laughs> Some of y'all got scraped up knees now because you couldn't leave them scabs on. Uh huh, that's facts. And you see how you pick up that scab? It'll stay on you longer. Hell yeah. You see the scar that they leave on you? Sometimes it leave, it stay there for good. And you see how life works that way though? Yes. And how shit parallels shit that's just completely polarly different. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. What's the third question? Cause we third question was, um, it's almost three. the year's almost over, and even though we're predominantly indoors were you guys able to accomplish any personal goals or any goals being rolled over into 2021 i can definitely say 100 all of the goals that we have for this channel are going to be rolled over into 2021 
I had big goals for yeah. this year, but I just felt like with my parents moving in and all of that, it's just everything just got fucked this year. Yeah. COVID-19, linking up with my friends the way that I wanted to, throwing kickbacks and really rekindling that friendship with all of my friends is a goal of mine for 2021 because I feel like been so busy with, with shit that I haven't been able to link with right. some of the niggas that's closest to me. So trust me, I hold that cloud over my head all day. So 1,000%. But 100%. And I'm not afraid to say, no, I didn't accomplish not even a third of the shit that I wanted to accomplish this year. Like, even, I, it's little shit that I wanted to stop doing or I wanted to start doing that I just didn't do. And I'm not going to act like it's the end of the world. Yeah. I think the biggest issue with millennials is that we act like we should be somewhere in life now. Yeah. Because we, the, the pendulum for success, we can see it every day. And so for me, I'm just going to roll that bitch in the next year, and we're going to get it next year. I'm not going to, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's, I think that's important for somebody that has a voice or, like, we have this platform. I'm about to get up here and say, yeah, you know what? Despite everything, I was able to, nah, I'm about to be 100% and tell y'all it's a bunch of shit that I just didn't get done. Most of the shit that I wanted to do. And I can't even think of the shit that I got done. That's what's crazy. Right. I can only more so think about the shit that I want to get done, but my head up on it. I'm not, not going to swing my head to it. And I think it's crazy how, like, life advice Kind of like, kind of like, what do you call it? Life, certain life advice contradicts the other, you know? Like, somebody would give you advice and say, live life like there's no tomorrow. Well, if right. I lived life like there was no tomorrow, do you know how much shit I'd be trying to get done in one day? You know what I mean? Think about the term, lay a brick, and then you'll eventually have a wall. But don't just try to build one big-ass wall. Right. That totally contradicts living life like there's no tomorrow. Because if I didn't think there was a, 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 a tomorrow, I wouldn't try to perfectly lay this brick. I'm going to try to fucking hurry up and pack everything up and make a wall before tomorrow. Exactly. So I just feel like the better advice, some of y'all think y'all only have a couple more years. I know we've seen a lot of death. We've seen a lot of people die. Son, you got a long ass time to go. Mm -hmm. Morgan Freeman was in his first big role at 45, 46 47, yep. something like that. Some of y'all not even in 25 yet. And you can't tell me that Morgan Freeman at 36 didn't think, nigga, this is my life. That's it. Right. You cannot tell me that. So my thing is like, we got this mindset where we think, damn, I ain't got that long. I don't think you should live like there's no tomorrow. I think you should live like you know you got 80 more years. Right. And you know what? The trauma that we see young people die from, even if it's uh, people getting shot or something like that, for some reason... We're shortening the, our thought on our lifespan. Yeah. People be thinking, damn, I'm already about to be 30. Bro, I live like, like I, I live like I got 80 years left. I do not think that I'm going to die tomorrow. I don't live like I'm going to die next year. When I don't do something and that goal don't get accomplished, I just uh -huh. be like, hey, look, fuck it. We're going to get to it. It's always been a slow burn with us. Right. We never was geeked up to get a million subs on, Insta on, on YouTube. YouTube right. or we never was big on the small victories and boasting up, oh my God, a hundred thousand. It's just always been step by step it's with us. It's always been brick by brick. Yeah. yeah. Only because we don't live life like there's no tomorrow. We live life like we got a couple tomorrows. We got time, yeah. You never look, see us say, so, come on, y'all. Oh, damn, just bit the fuck out of my cheek. Come on, y'all, mouth. I just bit the fuck out of my cheek. Look, hey, look, you never he see a Malley Bros video. <laughs> when niggas bite their lip, you can tell they was they mouth. Your mouth just did a malfunction, boy. Your mouth didn't know what the fuck you was trying that to shit say. shit about to hurt, too. It's going to turn into one of them sores. Ooh. Hey, look, um, you never watch a Malley Bros video and see us say, 
Come on, y'all. Smash the like button. Hey, come on, man. Thumbs up the video. And like, we probably should be doing that, but it's just we, about... It's a simple like, comment, share, subscribe. You know, that's, that's it. Because the whole nine is about a marathon. It's about a... It's about a journey. It's about... It's about, the, it's like about the yeah. It's about that process. I always tell people like I'm not nowhere near. If, if we're talking about the whole nine, I don't look at myself and see nowhere near close mm -hmm. to that I'm nine. At three right now. The nine is the goal. Yeah. I feel like when I die, that's when I finally reach that I, nine. Yeah. Then you can run it back. And it's all about it, what you leave behind. That's the beauty in these right. podcasts. And Terrence always talks about it. Like, and he kind of set the tone for like what we do because mm -hmm. he always talks about if somebody if something happened to you, what are you gonna have? What do you have left? Like, what, what legacy are you going to leave? Or what are you going to leave behind? And you're not even talking about, uh, we're not even talking about a legacy leaving behind that you're going to leave behind for or a community or, or, it, or it's a legacy. Your legacy is your legacy. Legacy isn't just fame and, and success. Legacy is just what it is. It is, it is your legacy. What are you leaving behind for your grandkids? Think right, about how yeah. I have no videos, no pictures, no nothing of my granddad. Maybe one or two. You feel me? My grandkids not going to see that. My grandkids going to see their granddad at, in 2015 with the ugly face. I was just telling, um, I was just saying the other night, like, yo, I'm in 4K. You know what I'm saying? From 2015, I got mm -hmm. videos of me up in 4K. Or 2016, me up in 4K. Right. You know? My, my grand, if I were to die tomorrow, you feel me? Mm. God forbid. Your sons or my sister's sons, they're going to know what they uncle, at least what he was up to before he went. Yeah. And it's not about creating media. It's not about nothing like that. But it's true. just sometimes it's in your memory. It's in your it's in the groundwork that you do. Right. The and way so you the impact question, other people. The question that we had on this one was all about like personal we, goals going into 20, going to 2021. That's something that you want to think about, too. Like, what am I doing to just better my my legacy, if, I, even yeah. if it's spending more time with your family, right? So that the memory of you, if something that does happen to you, is stronger. Like it's not all in your media. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, nothing said. has it has nothing to do with money or none of that. It's, it's just all, all about yeah. Your legacy is who you are. It has nothing to do with the work right. you've done. It's the person that did the work, right? Because when you go on, people are not gonna have your money to live mm -hmm. with. They're not gonna have something you created. You don't gotta be. You know what I'm saying? Elon Musk and leave people with a bunch of Teslas and they driving their Teslas and they remind and it reminds them of you. Mm -hmm. um, it's just about who you are. Right. And I think it's it's not just Nipsey, but people have said that the greatest, the highest human act is to inspire. That's Nipsey. That's Kobe. Both of them. When when mm -hmm. Kobe asked what like the meaning of life was, he think he said he thought the meaning of life was to inspire others. Like he just start that's literally what it is. And you don't got to be no fucking motivational speaker to do that shit. It's just right. the way you move in your life. Mm -hmm. It's kids in your family, kids in your significant other's family. It's fucking your parents right. that you're now doing some shit that your parents couldn't do. Right. And, and you, you inspire them. Right. And if you don't necessarily have family, it's just all about what you do for yourself at that point. Right. You know, you got to prove it to that person in the mirror that, yo, we could be better the next day. Mm -hmm. You know, this is a real fucking inspirational podcast. I think so. I think the best part that we we touched on though was the eighty years. Live like you got eighty, bro, because it's gonna help you take them L's better. Fuck it, I took an L today, but it's not my last fucking day. If mm -hmm. I thought there was no tomorrow and this day don't go well, how you think that's gonna make me feel? Right. Damn, like I done fucked up my last day. No way. I live like I got eighty, ninety with the nine in front of it, yeah. and like, and just like kind of we touched on just to sum it up. When we say whole nine, we nowhere near that. We nowhere near it.
Mm-hmm. I told Trevor when I finished, that's when I finally reached that because that's when it truly is the whole the whole nine. You yeah. know, some of y'all are sitting at two and three, and you well, and you worry. You beating yourself up like you almost at ten. You got way more you, to go to to get to, just to get dude, to that nine. I'm telling you, I put the nine on me because I can't take it off. That's what the goal is. Yep. So. Yeah, this did kind of go down that inspirational route. I know, man. Like, damn. Route, but it's whatever. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. We talking about what we being thankful for. What thankful, are you thankful for? Thankful for this this big guy sitting next to me, this brolic all right, man all right, that looks all right. just like me. Blessed to have you, bro. Yep. Real shit. For sure. Real niggas. Thankful. 24 weeks consistent. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't rather do it with anybody else. That's who I'm thankful for, my guy right here. Yep. I'm thankful for I'm thankful for you too, bro. I'm not about to just say the same thing you say. I'm thankful, thankful for that, you too, bro. I'm thankful that you know, given the coronavirus, I haven't lost you know knock on whatever I got to knock on, um, but I haven't had any like major you haven't been scares by, by by COVID. I'm I'm blessed there, uh, and I'm also just thankful that we could, you know, keep this you know fucking roof over our head, do the shit that we do, build new avenues, and provide more content. Like you know, it's it has definitely been a fucking rough year. Yeah, and so 100%. I'm just thankful to even be here. And y'all, it's been a rough year, 2019, and then we went to 2020. I'm 2020 like, you. it's been a rough last year because 2019 was trash. 2019 was terrible, and we said, "Who can't wait we to get out 2020, of 2020, bro?" I was telling Terrence, I still have the the video where I was at my aunt's house and the ball dropped, and it was 2020, and it was five, ten, nine, eight. Happy New Year 2020. It was crazy. Everybody was happy. We was hugging. And I said, look at us. We have no idea what the fuck we getting ready to go into this year. We had no idea. It's crazy, bro. I swear. And you know what the scariest, the most heart, the heart-wrenching part of when the ball drops and, you know, the fucking confetti is everywhere is that you don't know who you're going to walk in that year with and then walk into the next year without. And so you could fuck around and put your arm in a fucking blender and now... You're leaving your two fingers in 2020. In 2020. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, 20. you never know what the fuck that next year about to bring. You're right. But we taking nothing but positivity in the next year. Yes. Um, We're not going to go into this new year thinking, oh, well, the last two years was fucked up, so we don't know what 2021. We got to speak good vibes into existence. 100. And uh, I hate when the podcast is like this. When it's like. I hate when it's so somber. Because niggas, yeah. I feel like niggas want to joke it. Y'all can let me know. Uh, what y'all think about the podcast when it's all inspirationally and shit? Because I like for I my like podcast to, yeah, to be a life kind of escape. Funny. Cause you like I spoke on the, that word escape. Yeah, like I like to escape. I don't like to be reminded of my trauma. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. But hey, shout out to her. She gave us the content for the whole podcast. But and I knew she would. I knew she would. Shout out to her. Her questions just was like well thought out, well written. Like yeah. Shout out to Shay. And if anybody else has any questions like that or like some shit that we haven't talked top uh talked about that you really want to like tackle you know just so you can have somebody sympathize with your situation bro send them my way because we need send content send hey, look but i got to we got to get to my mother's house so we're gonna run through the nfl picks and then we got to be up out of here yeah until next week i hope everybody shops but look uh nfl picks yeah we can get an nfl picks for the ladies that's gonna be rolling out on us happy thanksgiving Hopefully you had a, th- a good Thanksgiving. Happy Friday. Y'all be safe on Black Friday on them roads. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the ladies that's sticking with us, hey, shout out to y'all, man. Shout uh-huh. out to my to my woman, Red, my woman Washington fans. I know you're listening. Right, yeah. And y'all be very, very careful, man. I know it's payday for a lot of people this oh, yeah. Friday. 
And it's also Black Friday. You got Cyber Monday. Don't fuck up your next two weeks. Fuck it up. Rent is due. (laughs) Soon. Yes. Rent is right there. No bullshit. So, yep. All right, come on. Let's get into it. All right, look. NFL picks. We got... Uh, Houston and Detroit are playing right now. Houston is up 26-17. It's third quarter. Damn, I would have picked Detroit. Yeah, stupid ass. I would have picked uh, Houston. Uh, biggest game of the day, Thanksgiving game day, 3-7, and 3-7, and seven, Dallas Cowboys, Washington football team. Uh, I, I, I grew up in a Washington football team household, so I'm going to just go with the football team just off strength. But go ahead, Terry. Number one pass defense in the league. Top five rush, def- top five, uh, rush defense in the league. Um, busted Cowboys ass. They didn't even score a touchdown the first game we played. Cowboys didn't even look that good against the Vikings, even though they won. Uh, lucky ass shit that was happening for y'all and all them fucking penalties. Let me tell you something. We're not playing with y'all, man. We're not no punk ass, rookie ass, suck ass team. Watch that defense go to work the same way it did week one. Dalton, you think you thought you were scared of Dalton? We haven't been on that bus before. Football team, man. Easy. <laughs> Murder Mook in the face ass nigga. Hey look, we got uh I can't believe niggas would pick the Cowboys to beat us. Like they like honestly, like the cow I swear. Y'all see. Y'all gonna see that defense show up. Yeah, I I am I'm, I'm the most excited for that. Look, that's me about to watch that in an hour. We about to see. Get it. Uh let's see. Miami versus New York Jets. Let me just tell you something. The Jets are tanking for two. They're not gonna win a game. Yeah. Two is going uh two is gonna win it. Hey, was he alright? I heard he went out. Tua? I think he's all right. People thought it was bullshit that they paid. He they, went when he they sat him and they played. When he got sacked by Bradley Chubb, he was on the sideline for a little while, but he came back right. And no, they, put they sat him the rest of the game. Oh shit, that was just some. I thought that was some bullshit, especially with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Think the team his like he had something. He, came yeah. with something. he had a little baby playing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he had something to prove. <laughs> hey, look, um, I'm gonna go with Miami, uh, Arizona, New England. Going Let's go New England. Arizona. Kyle Murray. Let's get it. Like, I feel like the, the pick everybody's going to pick is Kyle Murray. But, like, Cam and them could go out there and surprise them boys. Who did they just surprise? The Ravens. So, like, you never know, bro. No bull. They just played the Texans, and I think they lost that game. Uh, let's see. We got Carolina Panthers versus the Vikings. I'm going to go Vikings just because I like Dalvin, man. The Panthers versus the Vikings. But the Vikings just lost to the Cowboys, so I don't know. That's a toss-up game. I like Carolina. If CMC plays, I'm picking Carolina. Uh, Cleveland and Jacksonville. Damn, Jacksonville. I did not know y'all was this bad. What the fuck going on with the Minshew show? Cleveland. Nick Chubb is a dog. I'm going to go Cleveland, too. That's 7-3. This man, Nick Chubb, is strong as fuck. He is strong as shit. Yeah. I, I seen a clip of him throwing like niggas off of him. I'm like, damn, that nigga, he doesn't look as strong as he yeah. is. Uh, let's see. Tennessee and Indy. I'm going to go Big Ten. Big Tennessee and Indy? I Shout fucking, to Tennessee fans. I don't like the Colts because I don't like Phillip Rivers. So, by virtue, I don't like y'all. And I also didn't like Andrew Luck when he played. I just don't fucking like the Colts. I feel like I'm going to go with Indy. I'm going Indianapolis. The, the, the Tennessee just beat the Baltimore Ravens. They're on a high. Yeah, but it, 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 it took, like, Tennessee be having to win these games. <laughs> Tennessee be having these photo finishes, man. I'm going with the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> I'm going to go Tennessee. Next we got uh, Cincinnati and New York. I'm going to go New York because they don't have Burrow, and I don't I see them really winning really want Burrow. New York to lose that game. If New York wins that game, then they're the number one in our division. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going for Cincinnati. I'm going to go New York. Winning Burrow spirit. 
I just think about how the Giants might be different if Saquon didn't get injured for the rest of the year. You know what's I crazy? Last week, I completely, yeah, I completely forgot that he was gone for the year. I, they'd be, they'd be a beast ass team if they had him. Yeah, that they'd probably game, be the best team in our division. Had dude, they the had play Saquon. action will be way more dangerous. The the way Danny Dimes running. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the L.A. Chargers versus the Bills. Let's go Bills. Let's go Big Bills. I like Let's go Buffy, Justin Herbert, and that Chargers team, man. They're not going to be the Bills. Sorry. Singletary. Let's get it. All right, Bill. Allen. Chargers. Let's go. Diggs. Um, Las Vegas Raiders. I told y'all bitch-ass niggas y'all was going to lose to the Chiefs. And it like, they like, they, they, they thought they was going to be not Because they beat them again. The they beat them already. And, and you won't Mahomes not. had to win that with the last drive, boy. He just showed why he's Pat Mahomes and why he's the lead. The, 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 the pass rusher. Why he's the. Look, David Carr, you're not Mahomes. Fuck out of here. Anyway, these niggas are playing the Falcons and they're going to win. All right, bet. The Raiders are going to beat the Falcons. I'm sorry. I'm going, I'm going with the Falcons. Julio. <laughs> Baltimore and Pittsburgh, probably the game of the week. I'm going to go Baltimore. This is where Pittsburgh they were takes their to play first on Thanksgiving. L. And that game got moved back. I guess so. Oh, yeah, because Baltimore's uh, practice facility. Something. Yeah. I'm going Pittsburgh, man. I'm going Baltimore, man. Baltimore. Baltimore hasn't won a big game this year. They haven't. They Y'all need haven't. to give Pittsburgh that L, man. I'm trying to tell my boy Izzy. That's my man. Bro, first round exit. Wow, I just licked my lips. I really hope I wasn't Ashy Larry on this podcast. You definitely was chap, chap, chaplain on this joint, boy. I hope you would fucking tell me. Chappy over here. This nigga sitting there right here with his lips looking like he just had a 12-pack of them donuts you was talking about, boy. <laughs> Them boys fire. Haven't eaten today. This nigga had a whole breakfast. I woke up and potted. I'm trying to put on LBs. KD, Dwayne Wade. I wake up to the block. Hollow the down. This nigga, this nigga don't watch Battle Rap. Baltimore, let's go. <laughs> San Francisco and Rams. 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 I always, y'all see how fast I pick Rams every week? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that Rams team. I love that Rams team for some reason. They just don't seem like... Does Jared Goff seem like this premier quarterback? No. They just seem like they got a fucking solid-ass team. Yeah. Like, Mahomes, you think about the Chiefs, and you think Mahomes. If Think about it. If Jared Goff got injured, and then, like, somebody else came in, you wouldn't think, well, the Rams are done. You know what I mean? Like You would more so be thinking, uh, like, Aaron Donald is the Rams star. I'm telling you, they have weird as fuck that Jalen Ramsey. Like, they have so many fucking great pieces on their team. Cooper Cup and, and, uh, what's my man's name? Cooper Cup and what's my guy's name? God. Oh, from the uh, the Rams. Uh, yeah, Woods? seventeen. Uh, Robert Woods. Woods. Robert Woods. That, that is a great duo right there. Yeah, I'm gonna go Rams too. Next, you got uh New Orleans Saints versus my Denver Broncos. Let me tell you, Saints take some hill. It's an upset coming. Ooh, big okay. country coming to town. Y'all got a good team. Let me tell you something. I'm gonna go with the Broncos. But look, the Saints are a but uh, the Saints are BCS offense. Our defense has to show up. But they don't have Breeze. So they don't have, like, the best. Like, Breeze has, like, the best um, passer rating or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Taysom Hill, like, Bradley Chubb coming off a two-sack two sack game. Like, we riding strikers. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Broncos, too. Let's go, man. Let's beat these motherfucking Saints. Fuck the Saints. Fuck Drew Breeze. And fuck Hope Breeze. Hope better, but fuck them. Let's go, man. Tampa Bay Buccaneers and KC. Brady Ooh. versus Mahomes. Brady and the boys. Tripping. Brady and the boys. 
tripping. Sometimes you got to show, show that young nigga that I'm the great. I'm the great. I hate the Chiefs, but guess what? It's the, it's the Mahomes show. This that Michael Jordan versus... Nah. That was Brady looked... Thing. Brady uh, fumbled that last drive. He did. Kinda. I'm going Chiefs, man. I'm going to go Brady and them boys, man. It's all about being optimistic. Come on, sir. We almost did. All right. Uh, uh, Chicago and Green Bay. Sorry. Ooh, Sunday night. Chicago, Green Bay. That's good. Let's go Green Bears. Bay. Bear down and let's get this W, man. Green it's Bay. like a division rival too, right? Yeah, but Green Bay. Green Bay going to win. I like Green Bay. And the last but not least, you got Seahawks and Eagles. Sorry, Seahawks. Eagles. Fuck out of here, Philly. Papa Russell. Another L. Add another L to your resume, Philly. Bum ass niggas, you're not about to win a division. We're going to have the division by the time y'all niggas see it. Sorry. Damn. Hey, hey, and what was said, Eagles? Don't make me remind y'all about that week one. Oh, all right. Bust y'all ass. All right, look, y'all, we got to go. <laughs> we got to make it to my mother's house before it gets too late because, yeah. But um, big shout out to everybody, man. You want to say anything to you? Hold on, store Patreon. Always shout out to the supporters that's watching on the Patreon. You guys see it first. Shout out to the Niners. Become a Niner, man, and support the, the, the Patreon. Uh, it's a great thing. The reactions that go up. Y'all see how long it took us to put up that future reaction? It took us forever to put up the future reaction because that joint kept getting copywritten and blocked. Yeah, like we used to just get copywritten. Now we get like blocked worldwide. Right. And if you look at the Patreon, I'm telling you, if you look at that Patreon, you will see the extended uh reactions that we're able to put up there. But we can put full reactions up there to certain tracks where I can leave a lot more of the music in there. And I feel like that'd be the best part of our reaction. So yeah. that, I nice. think that's a big reason to watch the Patreon. Also, shout out to the people that's supporting the whole nine store. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, and yeah, man, lock in with us every Friday, man. 24 weeks consistent. Tell you, man. Consistent Kings. We back, man. Hey, once again, the cases I saw on wear masks, yes, social distance with your families, and this weekend. Till next time. <laughs>